I'm Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. Well, the first episode of the new year. And before we get into this episode, if you haven't already, please go on iTunes on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And let's get into this episode. So today I have two co-hosts. You already know who it is. I don't even. Yeah. (laughs) What's your Instagram name? You only got like five names, right? Yeah, I know. Y-A-N-Y. So if you hear me calling him Joey, that's what I call him in this episode, but so people, you go by many names. I always call you Joey. Yeah, that's fine. Because Yao is... I don't know. I feel like I met you as Joey, so I just... Always, well, yeah, you, I always had Yao. When we were in college. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Some people met me as Joey. Some people met me I as met Yao. I met you as Joey. So, stop. Wait. <laughs> So what, what 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 is your name? Both. Oh, so they both. So is it American name or the substitute like a? Yeah, I was. I guess is my <clears throat> literally my African name. Okay. Um, my mom gave me Joel when I was. I like Joel. Yeah. I didn't know it was Joel. Mm-hmm. Joel is smooth. I like Joel. Why yeah. was they using? Why are you using Joey? Well. Joel and this block, outfit, it go together. The black that the black that I live. Well, no, it was in the box. It was uh, one of my friends. Uh, one of my friends who I grew up with kind of gave me that nickname, like Joey, off of Joel. Mm. And I just like roll with it. And then, like only my family members call me Joel. Joel is cute. They don't call me Al. Nobody in my family calls me Al. This is ironic. Hmm. So if you know me, you call me by my. Well, yeah. I, everyone knows all my names, but you know what? Africans have a lot of names. Yeah, we do. Because I've met, I'll meet a guy, like I, I was dating this one African guy, and then he, like people was calling him other things mm-hmm. when we were together. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, so what's what? I had to, li- I was like, let, let me see your ID. <laughs> I gotta get to the bottom of this, because I don't know who you are. I think Europeans have, have kind of the same thing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah? It's like mm-hmm. um, Russians, like they have. Um, they have like their Russian name, and there's like an English version of it. The same thing with Asians. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. When Asians come here, they pick a name. Yeah, I had a customer. <clears throat> I had a customer from Korea, and they gave me their their English or American name. I said, "No, what is your name? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna call you what your mama named you. Like, let, I want to know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Just out of respect, but they do have a lot of names. I think they get so annoyed with people fucking it up. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Because once you start act, uh, adding X's and O's and things, like, I feel like people be like, Zowling. You can't pronounce or it's not natural to pronounce. So I guess Because when you're like, or you don't have the tongue, like we don't have the tongue for it. Mm-hmm. Because when we're like, yo, what's your real name? And they're like, I don't, I don't want to make nothing. Yeah. <laughs> But okay, I'm gonna. They'll be like, "Stop hanging out," and he's like, "What?" Like, what? And they're like, "Stop hanging out," and you're like, "Oh, so I'm gonna call you Michelle." Yeah. <laughs> and we go oh forward. Okay. 
You said we're gonna move forward. So I just think they get annoyed with people fucking up their names or that. And then what I notice is they always pick. Well, for like Asians, they'll always pick like. It'll be like a Michelle. Yeah. Uh, like very basic, and I think they do that. So this is like. Like they would never be like I'm, I want to be Shaquana You know what I mean Yeah right <laughs> Don't put the past I mean There might be an Asian Out there named Shaquana That would be a good time I, I believe They'd probably be Blasian I mean you know How the world is Like you know Things that you don't Expect to exist Exist There are There are a bunch of White girls With ghetto names Yo I'm telling you And, I, and sometimes You're just like Whether you like it or not It's what? out there yeah. yeah, I've definitely met some white girls. I'm like, wait, that's your name? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, but it's like the white version of a ghetto name. <laughs> name one. Oh, like, um, okay, we'll have to come back. Like Stephanie. Heard, I feel like I've heard no. No. a name like that. It's I like white people like have their own name. version of ghetto name. It's probably trailer park track. Like, yeah, I, I, I gotta be like a, like an Anne or some, like something Anne. And I was Magic Megan. People do love, oh. Like, you know, like Stephanie Ann's. Yeah, Shirley or something like First that. First of all, anyone who's still naming their kids, Shirley gotta go. Because they're trolling. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine naming a baby Shirley? <laughs> well, they did before. Yeah, it's like that sometimes. Like, 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 like your ch- you need a child Nancy. Like, you need, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Bertha. Bertha. Barbara. Barbara. Like, you didn't just, like, I'm, you know, you look at your child, so I'm gonna name her Barbara. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, how did that, how did that happen? But I can't, no, but to get back on point, I can't think of, well, they, I know there's, there's trailer park trash names. Yeah. I, I feel like I need to Google it. You might Google it. Come so up I want to know. I feel like Google come up with a list. Okay. So while I'm Googling this, how are you guys feeling? Like, we're, how many days in are we? We're 14 days in. Mm-hmm. How are y'all feeling? Happy to be alive. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm happy to be alive. I'm, you know. I'm learning to look at things from a different perspective and learning to just fill myself with gratitude for the things that I currently do have. You know, stop thinking, not focusing on like what I don't. You know, this year so far has been like a test of my patience so far, the first 14 days. (laughs) Seriously, only, only one place and that's my job. So that place needs to like be burned down to the ground. That's the only thing that's testing my patience. It's just like, like literally, just it's just fucking with me spiritually and mentally at this point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but it's about to be over soon. So I'm not worried about that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. What about you? Me, I feel like I've been okay. One of the things I did was I downloaded this app to keep me off my phone. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds so crazy, but like. One day I was like going through my phone and I was looking at my phone activity and I was just like, I'm on this bitch like I'm making money from yeah. this. I need to step back. Yeah. And so it's hard. I yeah, it is. As, because you know what? I feel like because we're constantly being fed information, we're constantly checking for information. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I want to step back. Like, so I cut my social media use down by half, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I still have not... You know, one thing I do is I just pick up my phone. Like, I'll just pick it up. Yeah. And I'll just look at the screen. Yeah. 
And so the app that I have was like tracking how many times I picked up you my phone. Up. And I remember one day it was like, you, you picked up your, I had picked up my phone like 160 times that wow. day. Yes. That's a little And scary. so, okay, so what the app does is it puts you in a phone boot camp for two weeks. So every day you have a new task that you need to complete. So one of the tasks is like, okay, you cannot sleep with your phone in your bed. You have to sleep with your phone in another room. Another task was um, you cannot pick up your phone before 10 a.m. Okay. Um, so it's just like different, ta- it's just different tactics that they kind of use to help you not be so like on top of your phone and then you could set limits like if i pick up my phone a hundred times today like let me know and that's like uh-huh. my cutoff limit or yeah but i was on it too much so i've been trying to take like a step back that makes sense from phone yeah, it's so crazy it's crazy because we don't think about it but essentially mm-hmm. we're really like addicted yeah it's like we're like literally addicted it's like a really bad habit so that's like one of my biggest goals this year is to like even when I go out like I'm trying to not touch my phone. I'm trying to. Me too. Away. I, I've never away. been a big like picture person, anyways. Yeah. But I really want to enjoy moments with my friends and just have a good time and not make everything so like you dancing. Let me get a video of you dancing. Like nah, Let's... enjoy your night. Right. <laughs> Let's have a good like let like last night I didn't bring out my phone once for like to take videos or anything mm-hmm. i really enjoyed myself and so i want to like just practice like less phone more just like being in the moment or not being on social media while i'm in a party or something like that because i got a habit mm-hmm. of doing that too i'd be in the middle of the club like like lol lol dm what you doing you know what i mean and i mean granted that means you're bored right like clearly it's not that lit but also Sometimes everyone around you is doing the same thing. Right. And maybe that's why the party's not lit. Because Mm -hmm. we all have our heads down in our phones. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little it's a little nasty to go outside and and But you know that's why there's a party. Yeah, that's the thing. Like there's this well there's a party I think um last year where you had to check your phone in. Yeah. Like you can't even Mm. I I personally don't trust that. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I mean, but no, the concept was really good. But people said they had an amazing time there because they didn't have their phones. Well, well, as long as the people were good with the phones. everybody's phone. Yeah. Cause you know what else is my worst nightmare in New York? A coat check. Oh yeah. I'm so afraid. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. I invest in coats, and so yeah, nah. Do not let me go to that coat check and y'all don't have my shit. And I done heard a lot of stories about like furs getting stolen. Yeah, furs. Yeah. And that's when I want to fight. I just be like, mm. no. I <laughs> literally you check your coat now. I'm so scared to check my coats. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that sounds cool checking your phone in. But I guess I would just be nervous about who's handling the phone. Bones, right. But I know in New York they have like vans that sit out of outside of schools and you check your phone into mm. that. We were, had that were they doing that in my school? school no i had that in high school yeah well but there was mm-hmm. i think it was more it of was a like, safety thing it was like a dollar a day or something like that well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was a solution to the school not letting you bring your phone in because they have metal detectors and all that and if they found you coming in with your phone through the metal detectors they would take it for like a day of the week 
So as a solution, you left your phone at the corner store for like a dollar or two. Mm. Yeah, you know, we didn't have that at my school. I mean, I think the parents was not gonna have that either, cause it's just like, yo, we have too many, you know, too much shit going on with That's true too. gangs and stuff like that. I wanted, and now we have a way to communicate with our kids. We want to have the phone mm-hmm. in their hand. In their yeah, yeah. All time, I think so. now it's the, the parents want their, you know, they want to know what their kids are and they want to keep an eye on their kids. So it's probably a little harder for. Um, schools and places to be like you can't bring your phone into the school also you know 90% of the time them kids is playing fucking games on their phone well that's that. that's why that's the school's argument but yeah <clears throat> the parents, just, then the parents would say well I'm gonna talk to my kid whenever it might be that one day where someone wanna wild out mm-hmm. and you know god forbid your kid don't have the phone on them and, also it's and when they lock those schools down that shit is scary and, now, and then it's just like I'm glad kids are able to like cause you know sometimes the teachers be lying like we see so many things with kids now like or teachers they their teachers are fighting the students and all this other stuff and then the teacher go in and say no this kid was being I agree erratic that. and now the kid has some evidence you know because the kids are always the ones in the wrong for the most part but they be using that against them like sometimes yeah, or no. they'll ban like school's a wild place now yeah mm-hmm. I see like what school looks like today yeah I couldn't I wouldn't survive <laughs> I would not survive in high school like I would not survive. Like I would have to have a lace front with. It has to be pink. No. That's a little nut. The, no, when I'm walking home from the gym early in the morning, I be I see girls going to maybe high school, middle school, and full lace wigs, and the spring summer, mm-hmm. all the colors: mm-hmm. blonde, green, whatever, eyelashes on. I'm like, I. Maybe their parents have already left the house. Yeah. Because my mother would have been like, come here. <laughs> yeah, my mother would have known. Are you good? And I don't know who's paying for it. That too. Of course. I, well, I think parents are probably a lot more lenient now. School's just not the same. Like, Yeah. I think, you know, like, in our parents' days, of you know, well, when they had us when we were young or when they were going to school, um... You had to. Well, when I when I went back home last year, um, I noticed like all the girls, or almost all the girls, had a haircut, like a like a, a, a. Tell them where back home is for you. Oh, um, West Africa, Togo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, the girls didn't have like braided hair or long hair. Everybody had a haircut. Why? Because. That was to keep their keep their keep their, them focused. Their focus in school. Mm. Damn, but that's so boring. Exactly. Like you know, you want them to learn to have to have their own identity, but at some point, it's just like you have to like kind of like manage it and control it because this shit is extreme. That's expensive to like to have them wigs and shit. Wigs are not cheap. No. I also think you're too wrong. Like I feel like we need to learn the levels and now enjoy it. And yes, and now I feel like. I'm seeing girls who are 18. I see them on Instagram. Faces full of makeup, eyelashes. Like, they look 25. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I feel like there should always be levels to things. Yeah, you want like, to be able to look forward to something. Because well, now they don't, you did everything now. Now you've you, you grown. You want to be grown. So what do you have to look forward to? Right. Uh, I, I guess it's it's about the bottom line. Like, you know, what 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 do you need to, to, to have all these, like, garnishes for? Mm-hmm. Like who are you trying to impress, and you know, and ultimately it is because of social media. Yeah, 
But and I feel like it's because that's how all of their peers are looking. So right. it's just like, I want to look like that too. But I don't want my daughter running out the house in a full lace blonde wig. I'd be like, sis, that's crazy. what are we doing? I think as long as you, you have your kid worried about her looks to that point, you kind of lost them to that. Because it takes mm-hmm. focus. It takes effort to keep that going. And mm-hmm. which part of your focus are you dedicating to your um, to what really is you should be focusing on mm-hmm. that's a fact but then i feel like nowadays everyone's like don't go to college you can make money online you can do this you can do that and i feel like people are like that's kind of an excuse that you can use like i don't well it's a little irresponsible to tell people don't go to college right you, i feel like you have to have a little bit more to say it can be context surrounding it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, don't go to... Some people need college. Some people yeah. need guidance, right? Um, I, I'm i definitely, like... I think I'm going to homeschool, homeschool my kids. Me too. Or my kids are going to go to school in Africa. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm... Like, I, was, I think we talked about it before in a couple of episodes ago. Like, I said... I don't think I could... I want to be in a position where I could afford to do that too. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want my kids, kids to be... Just I, it's so much miseducation out here, and then just being yes. subjected to so much bullshit. But you know, people have this misconception that homeschool is like isolation, and it's not because there's well, definitely a lot of programs. Like you, could, you kids still they still interact with other homeschool kids mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I definitely like it. It's definitely a lot. And my issue is miseducation. Yeah, I mean, I guess everything has a perspective, right? right. If you are isolating your kid, you, you're isolating them from something, right? It's just not, you're not keeping them in the house locked up all day. Yeah. yeah. Um, a friend of mine tells me he um, homeschooled his kids and um, we had a conversation about that. And he said, you know, while I'm teaching him, I have to, let, you know, I have to give him a break to be a kid. Mm-hmm. So he let him play around and be a kid and, you know, then get back to work. And that makes sense, right? Like there's education and then there's playtime. And he takes him out to like play in the park and with other kids and stuff like that. So... There isn't really, I mean, the kid isn't really losing out on... But you can also put them in programs. Like, you can. They can be in ballet or sports or yeah, they're, they're whatever to interact with other kids. Like, I feel like people only think interaction is like, they only think of it like, oh, well, you go to school because you meet other people and you do this. But no, they can do that yeah. in other ways. In other settings. Yeah. I think it's now it's a matter of being intentional about raising your kid. Yeah. Like... Are you okay with your, your kid going to public school and naturally inheriting everything that comes with that? And that comes and what comes with that is obsession about beauty, um, obsession what about What could come from that? that is, what could come from that? Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, and I think I don't blame, I, I, I wasn't always, you know, I wasn't, I didn't always believe in or give props to people homeschooling their kids but mm-hmm. I feel like in this environment now where you send your kid to school something might happen to them they might get in a fight they might get stabbed like kids are stabbing each other at school and kids mm. are not kids are like committing suicide there's a lot yeah. of crazy stuff it's a lot, going it's a lot of stuff going on right now and it, and it, it definitely frightens me and I I always think about okay so when I went to school I went to I went to like middle I went to elementary and middle school in St. Louis, Missouri. Mm-hmm. And the way we used to talk about each other was so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, we used to like, when I just think about all 
of the shit and all of the things that we said to each other and granted i don't think i ever went home like wanting to kill myself or anything because like <laughs> i didn't have all the new shit i wasn't the like yeah i didn't i wasn't all of those things um but i remember the thing like i remember one time in school this fat boy was getting on me so when it when it was time for recess i had an empty milk carton and i chased him around the outside with the milk carton i was like give me some milk because he was fat i was like yo i need some milk give me some milk and i think about it like yo that was so mean but for us that was so right like that's how bad we were talking about each other and i'm like i don't know if it ever affected any of my peers because for me i went home and i was like i want to get funnier like i want to be able to like if they gonna joke on me i'm coming back and i think that's what makes me such a funny person now Mm. because in those years back in those days like they used to talk about me and we used to talk about each other so bad that it was like i didn't want to be a little bitch so i was just like yo i gotta get my jokes up like all right cool i gotta i gotta be able to stand with them but i feel like you can't i could i can't do that with a kid now no it's gonna be something like some some form of toxicity or you know it's gonna be a Whatever the word is going to have ity at the end of it it's going to be something you know it's going to be something it's going to be it's going to be some type of issue or some type of trauma and it's just like you can't even you can't even be human anymore everybody's walking on eggshells yeah i feel like we're all like super sensitive now you know i don't think it's that we're super so sensitive. sensitive i think i think we think that we're super sensitive now well a lot of us but i think social media just exposed it i think like i think people always had an opinion i don't think everybody you know i think everybody just was able to just speak amongst the masses but now since you have a platform that's public anybody can see it it's just like now everybody has an opinion on something i think it always existed because i think about like just thinking about like going to my grandmother's house like she always had parties and you know or something and hearing people's different perspectives and it's to me doesn't it sounds the same as present day it's just now it's more voices because we are able to connect with others so i don't know i don't know and i think also because now you can have an inbox full of people directing things straight to you yeah versus like you know okay let's talk about celebrities right back in the day celebrities could do whatever they wanted to do mm-hmm. and most of this shit we didn't even know about because we wasn't there to see it mm-hmm. or you didn't see it until like two weeks later in a magazine or something like that and still you couldn't directly contact the celebrity and be like yo you're 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 a bozo for right. that you get what i'm saying but I'm nowadays now. <laughs> but nowadays you could literally get on your phone and tweet rihanna and be like you mad musty for not releasing the album yeah right yo seriously you corny for that you get what i'm saying and i think about like when you get 20 of those messages you're like damn like um with the art linux situation with Mm. the guy that was saying uh, he had tweeted like I guess he was saying like it's crazy to me that even though Ari Lennox and Tiana Taylor look like Wattweilers that they're like incredibly sexy and so she was just like yo like people hate blackness so bad and then she had made a video and she started crying a little bit and she was just expressing herself mm-hmm. and um, a lot of people were like oh you know she's a celebrity you have to learn how to like you know basically ignore these comments 
Uh, and yeah, have thicker skin. But I was thinking about it like she probably get that shit every oh, single day. And not even that, she probably got that when she was younger, young. so it triggers something. So when you get it when you're young, and like a few people say, you probably like, all right, whatever. They're teasing me. It is what it is, right? But I think now when you come into this age where you're on social media and everyone is throwing it at you, you're like, you you're taken back to the to when you were younger and you were growing up and you got all of those comments but now it's people that don't even know you hitting you with the same shit so then I feel like it's triggering like I feel like we talked about it and you were like she should just ignore it and I was like but maybe she hit maybe she just hit a point where she was like I I'm so tired of this why are you comparing me to a dog it's you know there's fact and then there's troll and then there's other right I guess you have to decide what, um, because when you come on social media and you show that somebody put a chink in your armor like that, I know that it's in, in, in a way you're showing, you know, you have to express yourself or you want to express yourself and you want to, um, tell people that you've hurt me like this. When I'm just looking at it from like the trolling side, the person who's doing it, they might just be saying it for attention, right? And now it's like, okay, I know what you're, I know how I can get a reaction from you now. And then other people see that, and I just feel like it builds up on that. And people today, like, peop, getting a reaction out of people is a business. Mm. It is, it's currency. So, as a celebrity, as somebody who is, more vulnerable to like that kind of like uh, 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 backlash or, or outlash. I think you have to choose. I think when it comes to us, right, we can go on our stories on on our Instagram and tell our five hundred to a thousand friends how this person has hurt me. Mm-hmm. But when you have like a million followers from like all over the world and you're just on there being showing these people that they can touch you more people are going to want to touch you. And I just feel like that we know that. Like it's there's it's nothing new that people are going to attack you online, especially the more popular you are, right? I I wonder if it's more um if there's more progress if you're investing in like for instance you said maybe she's triggered. Mm-hmm. Is it better if she invests in a way to um with if she invests in a way that she uh, in, in in some kind of solution that would reinforce that confidence or or make her you know a little bit stronger you know what i'm saying like I, I just don't know how therapeutic it is to come on instagram and be vulnerable in that way where you it's you're not just speaking to people who can feel for you but you're also speaking to people who are looking for a way to touch you right i think no, I think you're right. There's always ways to like try to find a way to manage that. Cause I think, like, I was just thinking right now, like, I, I, as you were speaking, I was thinking about Beyonce and how many people came at Blue Ivy, right? Mm. And never, and she never constantly, constant, constantly. But it's, it, I feel like it's, it's levels. Cause after a while, you get tired, and it's, and I think, I mean, yes, yeah, she couldn't handle it a certain way. But it's just like, I understand how she feels because it's just like, I know what it feels like to be attacked 
and something and and especially as, as a child and you feel triggered like that's what i'm so passionate about mm-hmm. like black womanhood and protecting the black man and things like that because like i it i've seen it and i've been called names and i've been told things and said nasty things to me mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. i and i always have a had like i always have to get something to get it off my chest and you're right there's always a way to manage but manage it but i just feel like at a certain point especially in her position anybody like they're like yo i'm fucking human like you know yeah. and it's just like i'm human and i feel like i have i have to get this off my chest like we have to stop like we like we have to stop and i think well, that's, i also feel like the more we do like the the more we say stop the more people like egg, egg it on this is this is no longer a time of people the the voice of reason is like gone but joy if you never say anything and you right. just let people rock do they ever learn because i do feel like there are sometimes sometimes in some situations those people learn well those, it's your job to learn them or to teach, teach them i feel like even, you might touch some, even if you touch one soul like yeah you can if you can make an impact on one person you already did your you already did a job right. you know what i'm saying and and even like for example i always tell like you know like some people are stubborn mm-hmm and you know this and what was that one person I can't tell them you can't tell them anything but even if you have that conversation with them whether you guys are just having a regular conversation or just debating or arguing they're always going to have that conversation and those words that were exchanged in the back of their head it's gonna, a seed is already planted sure. so I think maybe you know I'm not saying the way that she went about it was maybe the best way I, and I'm not saying it was the worst way Yeah. I, I just to me it didn't, it didn't look I didn't see a resolve in her mm-hmm. allowing herself to be like so vulnerable in a, in an unsafe space. But right. I will say that Ari Lennox is always on Instagram Live, and I, the, so I maybe think, that just could have been another like because she's always like doing funny videos, like she's always on Instagram. She's, she's known simple. she's known for her Instagram lives, right. and so it's not. Okay, if, if Beyonce ever made a video crying like, y'all better stop talking about Blue Ivy, we'd be like, yo, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Right, because Beyonce doesn't speak. Right. We've known since Beyonce has come out, mm-hmm. you can say whatever you want to say, she is not saying shit. Right. She, I mean, she, not I mean, to say she's not behind the scenes, like, cut that nigga, cut that bitch, mm-hmm. everybody got to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? But she just doesn't speak. Right. You can say whatever you want to say. She's never, you're never going to get a response, right? Um, but then there are other people who say what they need to say. Like sometimes I even see Rihanna clapping back at people. She be clapping at her back at her fans. But you see how Rihanna does it. Very funny way, like very like. And, and you can just tell from her the way she does it. She has this like I don't care. Like she she's doing it. I mean she does it and she probably doesn't think about it again. Like it, mm. it doesn't seem to me like someone who and and she's not answering everybody and when she does it she does quiet the you know there's nothing else to be said you know what i'm saying but ari's not on the same yes the same level and if you're going to and i guess you know there's like the thing of accountability and responsibility if you're going to put yourself out there then i guess you should prepare Pay yourself for, for, oh for, always for, 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 yeah for but you know what too it's like it's like an in the, is a never-ending battle 
as a black woman always being attacked by your looks you know it's just like so fucking frustrating like it's either your hair's not long enough your hair's too kinky you know your ass is, or even now you're overly sexualized because your, fat, your ass is too fat you know it's, it's, it's like it's safe to say right if your ass as, isn't fat as, as long as you are uh, a person of I think as people of color we black people yeah, I was gonna say black, black people because we have a different struggle from the people of color. That's true. Well, I, I I have to say people of color because I I think I understand that everybody has their struggle and how the world the world perceives them and what they have to deal with. We have our struggles, so we can talk about that among ourselves. But and it's also it also makes sense that we can relate to other people. Like think about it, right? We make we make we we too make fun of other people in the ways that. When people make fun of us, it doesn't rub us in a good way, right? We say stereotype things all the time. We, we sometimes we say we say racist things as black people. Yes or no? And we'll we'll, we'll say it jokingly. Our heart isn't racist. Our intention isn't to be racist, but we'll say it to joke. But if somebody else, but black people can't be racist. <laughs> You say can't? No. You sure? Yeah. So, but what is the definition of racism? To, to be racist is to mean like you're oppressing someone. Well, the definition of racism is a little bit different. Racism defines... I literally as- had this argument last night. And that's why I was like, I hope we're not going there today. <laughs> I literally just had this whole debate. Black people can't be racist. I don't believe can't? I, I don't believe black people can't be racist. I think, don't get me wrong, we can we, be... What's the other word for it? We can be prejudiced. We can say prejudiced. We can say different things. But I, I, the only reason why I said this, what I was, my argument was for yesterday, is just that who controls the masses, controls the narratives, controls the minds. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, when I think about my grandparents who were involved in the civil rights movement, that was I know what the definition you're talking about. That wasn't a definition. It's about systemic oppression among a group of people. Well, I think that's a characteristic of... of, of, of because, you know, you have... You have racism, and then you have everything else that comes after that. Oh, under that umbrella, no? Well, well, yeah, it would be like a branch off of it, but no, but that's what it is. Because eventually, like, for example, colorism is still a component. I would say colorism is a a characteristic of racism. Because then again, you think about, like, like, for example, I don't believe, like, okay, we go to Togo, which is predominantly black. Mm -hmm. You know, it won't really be race thing. It may may be classism, might be colorism maybe curlism or something like that but that's still a branch off of racism also it was maybe have been affected by colonization so are we giving power to the the word like what we're calling it what we're calling what we're talking about or the act mean? that we're committing right okay so if we're defining racism right racism defines as hate for technically hate for somebody who is different than you or who is can we look it up so i'm not like no the, the google definition it. basically says it says the google definition says that it's it's it prejudice it says it says something about prejudice and um because like, i really had this, this debate yesterday last night um it says something about prejudice but i look at it like this because if i like when now when i really i really would like broke down this word and when i like reflect oh, no, on that's it, a good one what read that one um, a belief that race is the primary determinant of human traits and capacities and that racial differences produce an inherent su- superiority of a particular race. That's perfect to me. 
because if think about like I think about like I said like colonization so when black people say I hate black people is that arbitrary or is that intentional and can we define that as racism I don't think it's I think it's self-hate I don't yeah. think it's racism I think it, it's there there they were subjected to a system and I believe that it I believe that it's 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 like a trickle down effect of whatever they whatever generation whatever their generations before them have experienced. So if you had if you were in a room with a black person, a white person, they both say I hate your skin, would you treat them each differently? I they both get cursed the fuck out. Yeah. I'll get cursed out the fucked out because the first of all the black person you were just as you ignorant as fuck and you and you're allowing the system and you're allowing you you you're allowing the system and also allowing um what's the one I'm looking for? I can't think of the word right now. Like my mind's all over the place, but it's just like you're, you're basically have internalized what they already wanted, right. what what they what, what it was system was made to do. Now the white you like you you, you already benefit from this this that same system, and you have some issues within yourself too right. because you don't know me from a can of paint, and you 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 hate my skin color. You don't you already projecting something disgusting. If so you don't like your own people, it's contextual. Something's wrong with you. Huh? I mean, the, I guess. I guess sometimes I think we, you know, when we refer to racism, we're thinking of one thing and one thing only. But then when it comes to different people attacking us around the same word, and it means something different to us. But that's but that's but that, but the thing is, when you think about race and ism, ism, the word ism means is basically a system. So it's like the suffix word is a, is a system. But so black people don't even identify as black people, or people of color. Some people of color don't even identify. That's as your struggle in your head. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. But it comes from. But it comes from. And that's what I'm saying. Like it literally branches because, like, even like because me and my homegirl Nikki, we were having a debate with two people yesterday about this, and she was even just thinking about Jamaica. Like racism has caused other effects on predominantly black nations, and and it's just like there's different. You know, like I said, like it's branches, it's like subcategories now. So it's, no, it won't be the same thing. It, it will be a different situation. Like I, I said, in this particular country, unfortunately, whites still outnumbered everybody, and even and and so like who controls the judicial system? Who controls the education system? Who's in control of the changing the narrative? Yeah. And of course, they can oppress that because I even said to somebody yesterday, if you look up the FBI statistics, present day. Mm-hmm. What is portrayed on the media does not reflect those numbers, right? And so you know, it, and that's why I said like it's 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 basically about oppression, like so my, of course superiority and oppression of oppressing a group of people. So is oppression? So is racism oppression? And so racism is oppression, correct? Systemic oppression. Is oppression racism? It's a uh, like. Can because I'm, think about think about what is it North Korea? Okay. Right, where you have Kim Jong Un is not he's a Korean he's he's a North Korean. Korean. Yeah, wowly. Does he or does he not oppress his people? He does oppress his people. Could we say that he's a racist? I think he's just an asshole. Right. But I feel like oh, but the too only, much power. But but yeah, with too much power. But I feel like. I feel like it is different. It is going to be different because it's not one race against. It's 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 the same race. Right. But but it's one race. Well, that's why it's, it's racism because it's one race suppressing another. It's there's two different races. Now him, he got some other shit going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe his dick is little. I don't know. 
he got some shit that like he got some power struggles that he needs to work out. <laughs> but that's always my go-to. Doesn't he like want them to <laughs> all look the same? Like it's crazy because you can only get a like they have pictures of all the haircuts that you can get there. And you can't get anything outside. But now, you know, I'm glad, you know, and now you're making me think about, like, Hitler, right? Uh, That was going to be my next question. Yeah, because he was making me think about, because he had his his idea of a, well, he was extremely homophobic. Yeah. So he was, he literally, but but it's my thing is, like, I wouldn't even call him racist because Jews are still white. They just, they just practice Judaism. Those, they just practice Judaism. He, He still committed the act. Yeah. Was he a religious? I would say was xenophobic. Does it matter religion that? With reason? I just made that word up. <laughs> you, said, you just made that word up. <laughs> I, I think we have to like... What is it? What we have to be more intentional about the word racist. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to espouse ourselves to like an objective definition of racism. So we can get rid of it. Right, because if it's available for different interpretation, then it's always going to be interpreted inter- interpreted as different. Is that not words in general, though? I feel like we everyone. No, all, but not even that. I'm just sticking. I'm sticking to the definition of what my grandparents has experienced in this country, especially dealing with the civil rights movement and even prior to the civil rights movement. Like I, that's what it was known for. So if you if you know the mass is controlled in the dictionary, you can change the fucking dictionary the, the definitions at any time. Mm-hmm. Like they just literally added conversate to the dictionary. You know, so it's like wasn't it just converse? So it's like oh, like, they can make conversate a word now. Like, conversate is a word. Okay. Conversate now. You know what I'm saying? Conversate so, is a word. Conversate is a word. They're they getting people ass to use it. Yeah. No, conversate is a word. It's considered a word now. So you know what I'm saying? So it just like when I when I have conversate, like my grandfather was a, a black nationalist. He believed in the empowerment of black people. The Black family, black household, black wealth, everything. Mm-hmm. And when we, when growing, especially growing up in the deep south, that's what racism was. Racism is basically whites systemically oppressing anyone that did not look like them, right. especially black folks. Mm-hmm. So, it, like, yes, I understand it's interchangeable and depending on who you speak to in certain situations. But in this particular country, that's what the fuck it means. That's what it means. I'm keeping it. I think so too. Because my with my ancestors' experience here. I mean, what happens overseas or wherever else in other countries? I can't speak on that. I'm not privy to it. I don't know. I just say is is that based off of what my ancestors experienced here, mm. that was the definition. That that was it. And when I even when I speak to my grandmother, she's 89 years old, and, she, and you know she reflects on even just growing up in Texas, <clears throat> and you know she speaks about it. She's just like, yo, like they wouldn't even let us, you know. We couldn't even, they wouldn't let us, of course, we could not ride in the same transportation at the, as them, not even in the back of the bus sometimes. Mm. They wouldn't even let, the, you know, like we, of course, like we really started doing our hair a certain way so we can get certain jobs because they wouldn't hire us. Mm. Like we're not in the power, we don't have the power to be, system, to systemically oppress somebody. Now, just because Joe owes, owns a fucking coffee shop up there and may not want to, only want to hire black people, it's not going to stop, you know, Katie from getting a job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, I you know, is there somebody named Judge Snyder? Is he has he can control who what somebody's record is gonna look like? It's not too many of us there. Yeah. Have your grandparents ever experienced hate from <clears throat> somebody of their own of, of their skin color? I feel like we all have. I think. I, I would like to hear what it what it 
what that experience was like, right? Because I, I don't know. Well, I, th- I think the time, well, when I, sp- when, I, when I speak to them, I think, like, my grandmother is high yellow. My grandfather is more like brown skin. She she would say that there was favoritism because it, then it goes back to the house Negro, to the, to the field Negro concept. Right, right. So it's very real. It, it, exactly my point, and that's, a, that's an effect from racism. So what do you think is worse? That problem or racism and oppression from the white mm. the white for white. me I Which think one hurts more I think for me it's worse for me if another black person hates me so like just because we are the same thing I, I, to me I know me it, it to me I say racism because I understand that brother or sister like I understand that they may not have the resources to get the self-love that they needed I understand that they come from a gen- generations of of hurt and pain. So is it excusable? Mm. It's not excusable, but if you don't have the resources to do better, how can you? Well, there still has to be some kind of... No, I, I totally agree. I was going to say, I feel like when you get to a certain age... Yeah, but unfortunately, like, like think about it. Like, I, when I was... I, <clears throat> I was having a random conversation at work with one of my coworkers. She she lives in Fort Green Projects. She couldn't believe I had a business. Mm. Like, the idea was so far-fetched. Like, she just didn't... Even, even if my business was fucking failing right now... She wouldn't know, mm-hmm. you know. She, it's just the idea that somebody just like had it. Like it was just like a far, like a far fetched concept, mm-hmm. and she didn't even understand how to get started. It, like even just typing in Google how to start a business, it didn't come across her mind because she never had was exposed to anything. Right. So I think like even though like to us, I, I agree accountability is everything. But if you never had the resources, because I always feel like I always say to myself like, yo, we we have information at our fingertips literally on our phones mm. like there's no reason why there's no excuse that you are not aware or don't know how to do something if you don't you can always google like but a lot of people minds they're not taught to go that far it, yes and there has to be do you think i'm not going to impose that idea on you but do you think there has to be some kind of repercussion for that for, for that ideology right because or before you answer that question how imperative is it for us to fix that i think extremely imperative but i also understand that all skin folk and kin folk and and i think sometimes too we make like i said what last episode sometimes we make things a black issue that's not just doesn't affect blacks you know like there's gonna be like for white people like i like i like i was saying i think i said on the last podcast i have a co-worker well she's no longer a co-worker anymore but she she don't fuck with her family mm-hmm. you know and her family don't fuck with her mm-hmm. and we make we and if we're not exposed to, or like if we don't hang, hang out with different races or different cultures mm-hmm. we, 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 we will never know right. you know and we and i the same times you hear self-hate shit mm-hmm. i hear it amongst them too but it's it's but again if we're not exposed to it we think it's just only us but also i feel like sometimes you only speak on what you, you know, know and i don't think that's 86 in every other person I think you're just speaking on on every other race I think you're just speaking on where you're at and what but, you know yeah but it's the way how you word it though because it's, it's one thing to say like it's one thing to be like only black people do this only black people do that Th- that's, that's a different conversation mm-hmm. but it's just to say like you, it's just, it just depends on like I said the verbiage I would say but I think like I do believe there should be some repercussions but at the same time like I'm only here to save myself and those who want to be saved too, right. I, I can't. I can't. Like I cannot waste my time on some people who are permanently fucking damaged. There's some people. There's no. There's no saving. Right, and I think. <clears throat> do you think? And this is uh, my other question for you. Do you think um, 
the way um, the movie um, Queen and Slim, Slim ended was. I it? didn't watch it. Don't. You, I can't. Didn't I didn't see it yet. You ask me. You ask her. Do you think that was? Spoiler alert. Go ahead. Are you I'm, okay with this? Yeah. Okay. Do you th- do you think that was arbitrary how it ended? Um, I think it was because it started. Look at how it started, and look how it ended. How the fuck did it end? Do you think they they were cute? Oh, they were. Oh, that's fucked they up. Had, they were, They linked but, up. They had. They had linked up. I wasn't expecting that. It's okay, but I feel so bad. Damn, um, really? They were killed like white people. But I feel like if you was gonna see it, you should have been seen because it would. It came out in November, so we could talk about this. Yeah. So at the end, they their final before they got to their final destination, they had met up with this black guy and OG OG country, and he made he was supposed to call someone that was gonna take them to. That guy was basically supposed to be the liaison between their, they like getting away. But they're supposed to get into where were they supposed to go though? Where were they going to like Cuba or something like that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he he calls the guy and then when he gets off the phone, he's like, "All right, we're gonna take you in the morning." Mm. And they were like, "Oh, we can't wait till the next day. We need to like leave now." Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he calls back and he's like, "Yo." You need to, like, they they trying to get out here now. Can you do it? And then he gets off the phone. He's like, all right, he told us to meet him in an hour. So they ride in the car. He kind of made friends with them. Like, they're cool. They're in the back of the car. They're smoking a blunt. They're having a good old time. As they pull up to the, um, the plane, it's like a little mini plane. As they pull up to it, he, like, stops. He lets them out. As they're walking to it, the police pull up and he keeps driving and then after they get after they die it cuts to a part of him counting the money because he turned them in he set them mm. up so it's basically like at the end it was kind of like it be on sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes yeah, yeah sometimes it be on and so I, did I expect it to go down like that no I'm in my mind I'm like oh they're going to Cuba this is like this is great, but it was very realistic. It wasn't that is, a fantasy. That, that is. It was like, yo, that's probably how it would be. That is the. I think that that entire movie is a, the reality of what it means being black. Yes. I think it wasn't a coincidence that it started with what was clearly racism. I think it wasn't a coincidence that that black cop let them go. Only for them to be given up to be killed by another black person. Mm-hmm. And so, I have this, like, gripe with the way we fight racism. And the, the way we approach togetherness. That every time we take five steps forward, we take ten back. And it sucks that... It sucks when it's because it's, it's because one of our own, right? And... And so I think about how seriously do we do we consider that are we as serious about being oppressed by white people as we are about being betra- being I want to say betrayed or being uh, victims of racism by our own pe- by our own people. You know it's so crazy. Sometimes I feel like we are so hard on one another. 
Like so, like we do not give us any breaks. breaks none. <laughs> and I always, my biggest example is black businesses. When I read Yelp reviews, hmm. um, and of black businesses. Well, I read Yelp reviews. I just find Yelp reviews very entertaining, so it's just something I do <laughs> once in a blue moon. But uh, recently, I had just like had to look up a whole bunch of Yelp reviews, especially for black businesses. And literally, every time a black person left a Yelp review, it would start with like, "I really wanted to give a black owned I re- I really wanted to give a black owned business a try," or "I really." Um, I had to go out of my way to do like it was always something to where like I I had to do extra work to support you, mm-hmm. and then it was like out of, like it was out of inconvenience. And the way we leave reviews on each other is we literally leave. And I'm not okay. I can't speak for, but no, I can. I read Yelp reviews for mad companies. We put fucking essays up hmm. for each other's businesses, and like going in and sometimes I would like read the reviews and I and it's some some of them seem like easy fixes and I would just wonder in my mind like did you ever give them a chance to fix it before yeah, you, you decided to, to leave this essay did you ever <laughs> did you ever say like like did you just let them redeem themselves <laughs> like did you give them that opportunity or did you go in there with Thinking that whatever service you wanted was going to be less, and then when you got the service and you weren't happy about it, then you was like, "Oh, I'm about to go in." Hmm. You get what I'm saying? And like, even when I leave the reviews, I keep it short and sweet. Like, I'm like, "Oh, this, this place was great, good service, blah, blah blah." If it was honestly, if a I don't really leave. I've only left one bad Yelp review, and it's because they deserved it. Like, they tried me and my friends, so I had to leave that. But I especially feel like when it's a small business, I don't want to leave a bad review. And mm-hmm. not saying that, like some companies are, like some people are shit. Like some people been shit for years. But I think about all of the bad experiences that I've had with bigger companies. Mm-hmm. And I've never gone out of my way to read them for filth yeah, on Yelp. Absolutely. And so, you know, I just, I, you know, sometimes I do feel like we do some bad reviews are like sometimes the company is just fucking shitty and they need to get their self, their shit together but I've noticed a pattern on how we leave reviews on one another's Yelps and I, it's just so horrible so my, I want to I want to ask you a question because you, you made me think because um, you said that you have a you, sometimes you don't like the way sometimes we approach racism mm. or have like, or try to like combat it mm-hmm. so What's in a, What would you like to see be seen done differently? Um, I think. I mean, what I want is probably. I don't know if it's so much as what I want, but um, I think in order for us to progress, um, our we have to kind of go back to the basics. And right, me, me. what does it what does it mean to be a community? What does it mean to be black? Mm-hmm. What does it mean? What does it look like to love black? What does it look like to invest in black? What does it look like to like? What does what is racism? Like we need to start paying attention, right. right? To how we can fix this, and not just say, 
oh, I'm just a victim of racism and this has to stop and then we go about our business. Absolutely. Um, on the subject of uh, businesses, right? Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm looking at something, I like to look at it from an objective perspective before I start to draw an opinion because I feel like we live in an era of opinion and everybody's so quick to draw an opinion and also so quick to draw an opinion based on information that they don't know. Okay. Or unresearched information. Right. Um, so there's been times where I've walked into businesses where, you know, like the owner is, is a person of color and you get this attitude, you get this this weird energy and you're like, yeah, but I walked in here with a smile and I said, thank you and please. Why? I feel like I get that. I went to an Italian restaurant and I got that. I get that a lot of time from white establishments. But it's like, I, I I don't know why we make it black businesses such like, we give them a certain standard and not apply it to everyone else. Well, everyone else I think comes second, no? Because we are in this, I, I we are in this, in this environment of trying to rebuild or reform our community so that we recognize each other as precious gems and we also like treat each other differently because that's where it's going to start it's going to start with the way we treat each other so as a person you have to take responsibility for the way you treat your your Absolutely. kid and also hold them responsible for the way they treat you i don't know where where the perfect line is between giving you another chance and like okay you're not seeing it okay this is my thing do you guys think that maybe we go in on one another so bad? Well, DJ for you, right? <laughs> it's because I've never left the rap The concept of of um the concept of black-owned businesses is still something that's kind of new. How do we are so used to supporting all of these other? Do you think that plays it's a part? It's what's The support of black businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Also, why do we feel like uh, they kind of owe us something in a sense, but nobody else owes us something? I think we. I, I don't know how like mm. effective we're being by like. Let's just take everybody else out of the equation for one second, right? Let's say you go to a, like a Jewish neighborhood and you're you're going from shop to shop. I don't know, like you know, I, the one thing I've been saying is like, like, have you ever like driven or walked to a Jewish neighborhood and you see two two Jewish people quarreling with each other or having a fight or having some kind of dispute? I don't go to neighborhoods. So I, I've, I've driven. Uh, I don't pay too much attention to it. You should. So, not enough attention to like actually, I've been seeing a little kids playing. Mm -hmm. That's, That's it. about it. I've but been, it, it, I don't. It's going to take some effort, right? I think it's like raising a child. Like, if you let a child run around, he's going to be who he is and he's going to grow up based on the type of freedom you give him, right? But if you're like, hey, red is red, blue is blue, and you have to respect your elders and you have to do this and you have to... Why is, like, when we raise our kids, right, we raise our kids in the image that we want them to, you know, we want them to be, you know, like a, a, a stand-up person, right? And somebody who loves black, somebody who respects black, somebody who is proud of black, right? Why is it... Why is it frowned upon that I'm holding you responsible for the way you treat me who is it, 
the same issue. It's not about holding it responsible. It's about how it's being done. Because what I notice is that... Yes, what right. I notice is that... Like, nothing is wrong with that. Because yeah. I'm quick to call... Can I speak to your supervisor? Yeah. That's me. Yeah. But, me we, but, we, but we don't do that. See, management might be in the back office handling accounting work. Maybe right. hiring somebody new. Right. Maybe the person in the front doesn't have any customer service experience. Maybe yeah. that person had a bad day. We don't give our, we don't give ourselves a chance to rectify the situation. So it's it's gonna be like you could have been like, excuse me, can I, is your supervisor or manager here? And you could have had a conversation with the supervisor or whoever's in charge. You, you, it's the fact that you didn't give them one a chance because we go into like how many times people went into Gucci and been followed and didn't get and no one said hello been ignored and been yes. ignored mm-hmm. and even for example this stupid this guy I made a rant about it maybe couple, maybe like a month or two ago on Instagram this guy thought he was doing something big he was in I guess some small in Atlanta or down south some Chinese owned stores because especially like certain malls down in Atlanta mm-hmm. that they have like those those Chinese owned like boutiques that you can find some fly shit in there mm-hmm. but he went into the store I guess he was buying something for someone. The lady was giving him a whole hard time. Like, I think she was like OD checking his money or doing some weird shit. See me, I would have took my money and walked the fuck out. Mm. He felt like he had to prove something and he still spent his money with her. Mm. Whereas with us, it, it's a different it's a different situation. Like you know this bitch is being straight up racist, being mm. prejudiced, prejudiced, being all these things under the under the sun. And you still giving your money, your hard-earned earned coins to prove a point mm-hmm. that you could afford to shop in that store. Yeah. That happened to my friend once. So there's a store called Kerna's of Beat in Soho. And they sell like high-end designer clothes. Like, But you can go, it's more um, curated. So we had went there and that, this was years ago. Um, there was a Celine bag that she likes. Now, if you guys know anything about bags, like designers will make bags in like two colors like they'll only well they'll make that specific the, the bag will be like you can get the bags anywhere but the colors are very like specific and they'll only make like two of something in that color so it's like if you see it at one store you might not see it when you go to Bergdorf's yeah or even when you go to Celine like they might be like oh that was just a special order for that location yeah so she really liked this Celine bag and when we got to the register this is also when like scamming was really big and we're two young black women at the store this is a store where mostly like white people shop or whatever and when she was checking out they just the person like automatically declined her card like was just like your card didn't go through and my friend was like that's weird because i definitely have money in my account so she called the bank and she had them on speakerphone and as she was talking to them she was like okay um did you guys just decline a purchase and they were like no we didn't there was like no purchase went through and she was like can you confirm how much i have in the bank account and the lady read it back to her and it was a hefty amount it was more than enough to cover the bag plus more the items in that store and so once she got off the phone she was like looking at the girl and the lady was like oh like no like i did put it through and she was like well the bank would have said if they would have declined it but they didn't say anything and i looked at my friend and i was like let's just go you proved you proved that you got that plus more in the bank account and she brought the bag anyways and i i feel like i was a little upset about yeah. that because i was like fuck like fuck first of all i don't yeah. want to even give this person commission yeah 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 i don't want to give them commission for mm-hmm. selling this bag because she didn't want to sell it to you in the first place because we were two young black women that looked like we didn't deserve to be in that space right. <laughs> even though we're in there with like designer clothes on yeah. i 
I've been taking my full checks to Bergdorf's and buying clothes and bags. Like, that was just always my thing. Mm -hmm. But because you don't look like you're supposed to be in certain spaces, they'll just automatically... Like decline you, yeah, and but that's what I'm saying. Like, and you, it's just like you're proving a point, and it's just like, yeah. and to me, it's just like that's what that's the thing that I, that that baffles me. And and then when it comes to us, it's like you 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 take out notes on the phone why you will not return to this establishment. I'm like, you didn't even did you talk to management? And no, go into the bottom. I'm telling you, I've been reading your reviews like. They go in, and it's just, it just, it just bothers me, and I just like, and I get it because, and I, and I, I know where it comes from, and I felt like ever since we integrate in this country, ever since we did some type of, inter- when we did integration, especially when the schools and certain businesses, and we got rid of Jim Crow, the white man's ice became colder. Hmm. The white man's ice always it seems like it's always been colder. Well, I'm not fucking with Jimmy's now. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go up to, to you know, to somebody up the street, and it's gonna be the same thing, and they probably not, don't even want you in there, and they will look at you, won't even acknowledge your presence. They'll put the money on the counter instead of handing it, handing it to you and put it in your hand, you know. And 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 it's just been like that for a very long time, ever since when we integrated in this country, black businesses has plummeted sixty percent. Mm-hmm. And so. It's 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 a it's a it's a lot of fucking psychology behind it. Yeah. And it's it's gonna take it's it's not gonna happen overnight. And it's gonna we may not even see, we might be on our deathbed when shit change. <laughs> or maybe not, we might be in the ready in the grave. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I do see a little bit of change going on, but it's not enough. There's definitely effort. It's definitely effort, but yeah. you know, it's definitely gonna take some time. It's because mm-hmm. it's think about it, like I, like I always say, the Civil Rights Act was in 1964. That's 55 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's literally, I mean, that's that's really young. My mother's fifty five, mm-hmm. and she's still, you know, kicking. She's still a spring chicken. Mm-hmm. So it take it definitely takes time. Look about apartheid. Apartheid wasn't fucking ended in ninety three. Yeah. Hmm. So it's gonna take. It's definitely gonna take some time. Yeah, I, the, the work has to, has to start from like the community, and we have to start holding people accountable and it doesn't have to be like <laughs> also letting people know you need you need fucking customer service like you need to hire some people <laughs> that know and you, and you know it's funny basics. like you you know you go into certain um black owned businesses and you know you get um a certain uh vibe that won't resonate with you and you say wow like why were you so nasty to me i'm like the same as you and a white person walk in there and it'll be all smiles that's a different type of trauma, right? Um, but we have to start from like our own backyard, because as long as if we don't, right? I think if we don't nail this definition to be like, this is what it is, and as long as you fit in this description, you are outside of where we want to go. Mm-hmm. Now, this is what you can do to rectify, you know. And I agree. My argument isn't to say the person leaving the review is a terrible person or the business is, t- t- you know, it's not. So I, I I would love to see people just be a little bit more, um, like if you're a black person and you go to a black uh, uh, colored, you know, like some, uh, a business that is owned by someone of color, there's no, there's nothing wrong with telling them what you would like to see improve in a professional way and in a non-bashing way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and as a business owner, if you like the, the my clients who are like me, 
I take care of everybody the same way. I give everybody the same energy. Mm-hmm. But then again, I've worked with some people who are the same as me who haven't given me the same energy. I don't hold that against everyone. Um, but it definitely hurts more when it comes from them. Yeah, I definitely think it stings more. It does. Okay. So, so I think if we can get over that, I think it would be a little a little bit more. Like we can protect ourselves a little bit more without having to worry like, are you with me or are you against me? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. All right. So I want to transition this conversation. Wait, before mm-hmm. you do. Actually, apartheid ended in 94. I was off a year, but I just wanted to. I, did, I was had to think about it. I was like, that's not right. Yeah, yeah ain't nobody going to check you. Okay. <laughs> you know ain't nobody checking check you. I know it was, it was 94. I was like, wait, that's not right. Okay. If there's one thing you got down in date, so if it's a year later or a year before, it is okay, sis. All right. We know you know your dates. Okay. Um, all right. What would each of you rate yourselves as friends? On a scale from 1 to 10? On a scale from 1 to 10. Uh, of course, 1 being the lowest, 10 being the highest. I'll say I'm an 8. I don't think I can rate myself. Why? Because it's different with type people. In general. In general. I think when it comes to like being a friend, um, I value friendship. And can you give me a number? I would like to say ten. I think I am an eight, maybe an eight point two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not an eight point five. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be why I say I'm at. I, I would give myself an eight because. I feel like sometimes with friendships it could be draining and I have to be selfish and I can't think about you. Well, yeah. But I think honestly that kind of makes you a better friend. Okay, okay. So I think they're be- different, it, different, different friendships too. In that yeah, sense. True. All right, well, we, we already know best friends go higher than Do they? in general. Some people say they're best friends. Okay, like so we're gonna talk about how we are with the closest people in our lives. Okay. Yeah. So, what do you guys think you lack in? Um I'm probably not the best um at communicating in um in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. Um but that is not a reflection of how I feel about my friends. Does that answer the question? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just know, like, after a while, I get, I don't want to be bothered. <laughs> like, sometimes I really just don't want, I don't want to go out. Sometimes I don't want to be on the phone. Yeah. Like, I just want to shut down. I just, like, I like my space. And sometimes, like, like, I don't, it's not up for negotiation when you're going to something. If I need to, like, for myself, I have to, like, I would shut down. And sometimes I think with me, too. I'm very black and white with things. Mm-hmm. Yo. And it'll be very black and white. And I don't I need agree. space for a gray area when it comes to, like, maybe, like, certain situations. And I feel like sometimes I can be too authoritative. Okay. A little a little bit. Okay. Um, and it can come off as bitchy and it can be come off rude sometimes. But it's just, like, I don't have time for fuck shit. And this is why I end up just like sometimes like I don't want to go out. I don't want to do anything. I want to stay in my humble abode. Right. You know, whatever. So sometimes I can just be too, I guess, like direct. But I just feel like I can't. I, there's no other way you should have it. Oh, yeah. You want to be you. Yeah. And be accepted as like, you know, whole, wholesomely as, mm-hmm. as you. So I think that that's what 
that's what I was thinking about when I was, you know, thinking of rating myself because you're going to be, you know, genuinely, if you want to be like a good friend, you're going to be a good friend, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that person thinks you're a good friend. Right. So I think I lack in sympathy and empathy. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I think for me, it's across the board. Um, I think one thing like Yaya said, like... Empathy and sympathy? I wouldn't have guessed that about you. I can be very black and white in situations. I can. I'm also very headstrong. I've always been a very headstrong person. Okay. And I can be honest with you and say I'm more logic than. Uh, I will follow. I'm good. You want to do shit? I will follow logic before I follow my heart. Thank okay. You. And I hate that about me. Okay. Like, I wish that I was one of them people who, like, led with, like, how they feel. But, like, I'm very, like, this is right and this is wrong. And I'm not standing with this. Do you hate that by by you because of how it's perceived or just how you feel about it? I don't like it about me because I feel like it, I don't ever get to follow my heart. Because I'm always, I'm always at this constant battle, like, this is logic, though. But this is it. But how's it for, for your friendship? I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, but yeah, friendship-wise, I think sometimes when I give advice to my friends, mm-hmm. it's more like, I have friends, I have friends who are, who lead with their heart. And any love, friendships, life, like, they yeah. just, they, you know what I mean? I'm just like, what the well, fuck? It, it, would you, would you agree or disagree that advice is subjective? I think advice oh, is subjective. Yeah. Yeah. But I've also, one thing that I've learned is, Okay, let's talk about advice. Are you guys the type to let people lead, or are you or not let people? Are you the type to give advice when you see something going wrong, or are you the type to just sit back and let people go through the motions? I I learn to let figure people, it out. I learn to get. I, let, I allow people to go through the motions because sometimes I don't practice what I preached. Mm-hmm. So I learn to just, and also too like. I learned to with some friends, some people omit information. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a friend that omits a lot of fucking information, you know, and it is. It, it, oh, this is different. No, so no, you know what I'm saying? Like, it really, it, she does this shit all the time. I have story. Yeah, you have story. Like, you, we will to have a conversation and we will, we will have, like, she will have a conversation with all three of us at different times and wow. it will be pieces missing she'll tell us one thing and not tell that once and then we have to talk together talk to each other to figure the shit out yeah that's weird and then even talk to the other party involved in the issue that she had <laughs> to figure out this bitch was lying so you know i'm like you know what i'm saying like it, it depends like yeah. you know certain things like i said like it's i've learned to just like first of all like i especially when it comes to relationships like i said like i think that's a really the where our advice comes in the most I think like what to do and all this other stuff I learned to be like listen I'm not in there I'm not involved I know there's another side to the fucking story yeah I'm gonna just say listen I support you in whatever you wanna do that's 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 fair I, I learned to just say that because I know like there's gonna be times like sometimes like the bad always outweigh the good even though the good really outweighs the bad mm-hmm. so I just learned just to just Mm-mm, I'm keeping my mouth shut actually rather not talk to my friends about relationships like if you have a relationship that's always up and down I, I don't want to be there for it because I feel like sometimes it could be too much mm-hmm. and if I, I 
also feel like if you're the type of friend that will always go back to the situation, don't talk to me about it. Go and live your life. You get what I'm saying? Because I'm one of them people, you all know that. You're going to be like, yo, Lauren think I'm dumb. And it's not even that I think you're dumb. Because I don't even, I don't want to pass out the word like dumb, especially when it comes to like love and relationships. But some shit really be fucking dumb. It really be like, bro, come on. You know what you need to do in this situation. But I also understand following your heart. I also understand um, people being weak. I also understand. Like, I understand certain things. So, sometimes when it comes to men and my homegirls, I don't want to talk about it. We can talk about everything. Or if you do want to speak to me about your man, I probably won't give you. I'll probably be like, well, girl, you know. You you know the best choice for you like you know what you want to do in that situation because you know i don't want to seem like i'm talking to like i'm just wasting my time so i think yeah that that can kind of make or break a relationship i think you can you can like end up losing respect for somebody yes and i I don't think like you mean your friend yeah yeah, I think you know. I think mm-hmm. perhaps when it comes to advice, maybe we need to assess in ourselves. Like, is this person calling me to tell to, for me to just listen or to give advice? Because sometimes your advice isn't warranted. And I think that's why I just started listening more and yeah. stopped saying like what I would do. Yeah, because you're not me and I'm not you. Yeah, right. And we all have limits to yeah. things. Yeah. You could probably take a lot of shit to where me. I'm like, I'm not with it. What I the fuck? I, I find it interesting how therapists do therapy. Mm, yeah. And they don't like... They don't really give you they advice. Don't, they don't give conclusions. They they help you come to a conclusion yes. yourself. So they ask questions. And me, I just like... Oftentimes, I would just ask questions like, well, how do you feel about it? Or do you think it would be best if you did this or if you did that? But even I feel like sometimes you will have them conversations and then you get off the phone with them and then they do exactly the opposite of everything they say. But then at least you have not, you, you, you would, you didn't give an advice that went to shit. You know, and I don't know. I just, that's like giving advice, like I said, because sometimes <laughs> I didn't practice what I preach. And I'm the, I could be like that too. And I, and I was just like, I was like, I just told this girl to leave her man after he cheated. Well, this motherfucker <laughs> had a baby on me and I'm still here. You know, it's like stupid shit like that. Well, like, what makes, what makes me the expert to like, Yeah, that's advice. another thing. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I'm figuring this shit out myself. But I will say, I think everyone has a one friend that they go to. That's true. I mean, who else are you going to go to? Like the other day, well, not the other day, but maybe a, few weeks ago my friend was like Lauren I don't like to tell you something until I come to a complete conclusion until I have really figured out what I want to do with this Progress. situation Progress. she's like, like I really think shit out before I come to you and I but that's like, what do you think about that I get it okay but, but also I feel like I have learned because I know has that that person always been like that I don't know that is a problem but I think because but I know me, and I know that I like again. I'm more logic mm-hmm. than moving with like my emotions and my feelings. And I want to be more. I want to move more with my emotions and my feelings than mm-hmm. be so. Because I feel like when you're logic, sometimes you're you're like a fucking robot, right? And I don't want to be like a robot because I feel like some decisions do. You have to lead with your heart. Well, you have to lead with how you truly feel. Yeah. And so. Your instinct sometimes, yeah, and so I don't feel equipped to like give certain advice. I'm like, 
Well, you know me. I'm black and white. You can say that too, right? Like, if you feel like, well, I don't think I'm the best one to give you advice. Do you think if you, if your friend comes to you and, you know, because sometimes people will tell you things that it implies giving you advice, but they're not ready to receive advice. So I ask. Right. I say, do you want to know my opinion on this? Right. And if they're like, no, 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 I just want to like, I just got to get this shit off my chest. And I'm like, all right, cool. All right, yeah. Like, I've learned to ask because I don't want to shove a whole bunch of shit down your throat. Right. And then you take it, per- and then you take it personally, like, oh, I told And you then I don't want to come off as judgmental. That too. Right. You know, because like I said, like, I mean, like, when I, some of the situations that some of my friends go through, and I just were like, you know, at that point, like, especially in the beginning stages, I was like, he would have been blocked. Or it could never be. He, he could right. never, like, he couldn't call me, like, especially the beginning stages where you guys don't even have a foundation. There's no entertaining, like, entertaining him mm-hmm. or whatever. But I, you know what I've realized too now? People, what I feel uncomfortable with right now, people coming to me for business advice. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that shit. Because I'm still figuring it out. Like, I, you know, I don't, you know. Do you, but you know what I'm still figuring it out? Yeah, like, I'm like, people ask me, I'm like, I'm not even in stores, you know what I'm saying? Like, how the fuck are you coming but to you me? you know what it is, Yaya? One thing I've learned is, like, I feel like sometimes as, like, us living in our own bodies, we are so critical on ourselves. Critical on ourselves when people are looking at us like we are a light. Mm. And they're just like, that person is so cool. That person is on the right track. Right. And I think it's amazing to like be very honest with the person and be like i don't know i'm still learning yeah. i mean i've been getting dms all the time and i'm like you know oh don't get it twisted like because i people are like you're so strong you're like a big sister to me you're this you're that and i'm oh. like i'll be crying <laughs> i'll be fucking crying Mm. Oh, you're so strong. You're Yo, like, oh, I deal with loneliness. There's, there's I deal with regrets. No, it is, but I want people to know that, like, I'm not walking around like I got this. Yeah, I got yeah, life yeah. figured out. I'm that bitch. No, yeah. I'm none of those things. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I like, I, I'm literally just like you. Maybe I make more sense when I speak, but I am you. And you know, sometimes for me, like, what I tell people too, like. Sometimes, <clears throat> I, I, was, I think I was telling Nikki this, but I was having a conversation where, like, I was giving advice, but it was healing for me, too. For sure. And I was talking, I was talking out my own situation of what I want to do, and hope, hopefully finding the power to actually do it. <laughs> you know, and, you know, I just, like I said, I, I'm learning just to just, unless, it's, unless the hand is out there wanting me to grab it i'm mm-hmm. i'm just learning just to shut it down and be quiet like mm-hmm. just just listen i don't know the motherfucker beating your ass and we got to figure something out <laughs> so how do you guys set boundaries with your friends actually you being a guy do you have to go through that because i feel like male friendships and female friendships can be like the different. dynamics can be so different it is that different dynamic um do i have boundaries well, define well, just binaries for what? When in situations where you need to give advice or where somebody seeks advice? Or? Okay, I once had a friend and she was so clingy, mm. and I had let it go on for so long, and I had never said anything about it. But I'm not a clingy person. That I'm actually like I need. Me hanging with people drains my energy, so I need time to be alone right. to like recharge right. and to get everything back up mm-hmm. so that I can like go back out in the world and like you know be a functioning human being. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she didn't understand that. 
Would you say like, that to her verbatim? Not for a long time. I never said anything like we would text all day. Mm. She would call me all day. Like mm. literally, it was a constant. Like I need to speak to you. I need to speak to you, and I need to speak to you. And I'm not like that. I might go a day without speaking mm. to my friends. Oh, yeah. And it's nothing personal. It's oh, just yeah. like I'm just you know I'm just being me and maybe I'm just right now I don't want to speak to anybody but they know I'm good they know I'm okay mm-hmm. yeah. and I, I don't want to fight you or not. Like I'm not mad at you but she always took it personal like if I didn't mm-hmm. answer her phone I would get texts and calls and this and that and I was like mm-hmm. girl like, I love you but you know I'm not clingy like you know this is not like and I think because I never said anything in the beginning, it just got. There would be she would literally call me, and I would let that shit ring. Like why, I'd be like, Why didn't you say anything? Yeah. You know I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think I would just. Were you afraid of hurting her feelings? I think what I didn't like is being pressed when <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> like. <laughs> If we don't text all day, I don't need to speak to you on the phone all day. Right. But I hate that I never set those boundaries so then I ended up coming off as being mean or right. not wanting to be around her when it wasn't that. It was just like, this is not natural for me. Right. I, like, think, that, I think that is the boundary. Being able yeah. to mm-hmm. be candid like that. Like, hey, I'm just, this is the way I... And, some, t- you know, fundamentally, you... you, you teach people how to treat you right mm. um th- then some people come around that you just kind of like you know you're like in, in those ways where you don't have to say so many words to communicate you're like oh you get it but um and then there are some people where you have to like say explicit explicitly like yeah this is how i am and this is how i move so if that's cool with you that's fine and if that's not cool with you that's fine too mm-hmm. um and i also believe in like fucking with people on, at their level and or at your level like meeting people where they are yeah you don't have to like give your everything to everyone because you yes you do need to recharge um and you need to keep your sanity so you don't have to like it can become a full-time job trying to keep up with friends or um you know satiate everybody like you just can't go out there and give so much and then you drain and then that turns into something else ugly and then your 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 longtime friends or your close friends are trying to connect with you and you're giving them away your energy it's just like i think it's so important for you to know yourself and your capacity mm-hmm. and then you just kind of let everybody know if they don't know like this is my capacity this is where i have to go off and this is where and it's cool not answering your phone when people call I think it's like five more times. People take things so personally, like everything is so personal. Like if I don't pick up your phone, your call, it's but you don't know what I'm going through. Yeah, instead of taking it personal, ask how I'm doing. Am I okay? Like you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I think a boundary that I, I think I created. Um, I stopped telling, telling my friends every issue that I go through with my boyfriend. Mm. Mm. That's a good one. I like it like I right we don't have major issues but it's just like every time we have an argument like I used to run to them like just a vent and yeah, I learned can you can't I can't you can't do that and because it, it makes him out to be a bad guy he's really not a bad guy you know what I'm saying and and I like perspective like people don't we all process information so right mm-hmm. and you don't you also don't want to be in as in, you're gonna mess around and listen to advice some, some advice that you didn't solicit yeah from a now, person outside yeah 
and you forgive, but friends and don't family. Friends. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't, and that's why I like I literally stop because, and I'm like, you know, this is not even it's like it's you know people go through things in relationships. Like it's just like you know we might have a bicker here and there, but it's just like I learned a long time ago because I have this one friend who would never like forgive my boyfriend from an argument. Not even an argument. I think this was back in like 2016. We he says he 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 did talk to me a little crazy, a little reckless. I think he was just annoyed and he just wanted he was going to the hospital to see my dad. And he wanted us to hurry up and get there. Like let's just let's go and see your father. And he got mad because I was on the phone phone taking my time instead of going getting in the car and starting it up. And he's like, Yo, get off the fucking phone, just let's get in the car. Like and this one friend will not let that go. Just that? Just yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. But that's nothing. She won't let it go. Mm. Wow. She won't let it go. She thinks he's this horrible person. Like don't like don't like dismiss the fact that this man like sometimes like he went broke because of me. Mm. Like he you know he made sure that I had food in my in my my refrigerator. Like the things you know like when I didn't have nothing like a pot to piss in, he mm. made sure I had. Like he sacrificed himself in so many ways that this like he gave me so much. She would not forgive him for that one thing. Like. When I told that we hurt me and him got back together, she was just like, mm. So yeah. she just don't support y'all no. at all. Uh, no. On that subject, what do you think about people who um matter themselves in other people's relationships, right? Like for example, you see you see your friend's boyfriend out with someone else. What do you do? I'm telling. Is it the first time? It doesn't matter. What do you or do? is it the tenth time? It doesn't matter. What do you do? Because the first time I'm telling. Yeah, okay. the tip time I'm out of my business. Yeah, you like that shit. <laughs> you having a good time? No, seriously, no. Like, and you know no. what he's doing? Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, the first one, two times. I'm sorry, like I said, I'm not gonna jump to conclusions because it could be like a, a friend that I'm not aware of. Mm. But if I start seeing like the body language a little, 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 little different. And if you look like you sneaking, if you look, you look at me and you look down and you like, ah, oh, shit, like you get antsy. I think it's a little bit. What? I, it, it's hard. I can imagine it's a, it's a difficult thing to. Mind your business. Right, look at it in this. In, <laughs> right. It's in, as we can't do it. Yes, we can't do it. If you do it one time, they gonna expect it from you all the time. You have to keep doing it. No, I don't. No, you don't. That's what you believe, but me as a me as your friend, right? I've been in that situation. You told me about so and so. I'm no longer with that person. I'm with somebody else, and then now you're telling me about someone else. At what point, right? How many times are you gonna do it? And how many times are you supposed to do it? It's not an easy thing, but I think I think one should probably stick closer to minding their own business, right? Because when Whatever you message you deliver, when that relationship starts to go through its turmoil, it's not like a courtroom. You don't get to sit there as a witness. Okay. You don't get to participate in the in in what's coming out of this relationship. So I wonder, right? What have you accomplished? So if you saw mm-hmm. your homeboy's girlfriend mm-hmm. out with another woman tonguing him de- out with another man because mm-hmm. you know men don't care about it <laughs> out with another man yeah tonguing him down yeah. and this whenever this man speak to you about her that's his baby he love her to death he's taking care of her his queen his everything you're not gonna be like 
my nigga. Packing that up nice. Um, like I just saw. Yeah, and like I said, it's, the, it's one thing. I'm not jumping to conclusions because, like I said, that could be a cousin. That could be a family. Yeah, like, you know, you I just, just don't. You don't know. Like, but this is not a threesome. This is not like. This is not a relationship that you're part of. Yeah, but there's going to be a bad thing to say anything. But what would you do? But that's subjective. So you want to say anything? I I, I wouldn't know where to start. Motherfucker, I see you kicked out with some dude and they were were kissing it down about the fuck in the the restaurant. That's what you say. And you just... I mean, not like they don't deliver it like that. But of course. And you just call her your queen five seconds ago. Yeah. And you know what you do is your business after that. I think about... Think about how it would make it would make you feel hearing it from someone else. I would want to know. Yes, I want to know. That would be embarrassing me. Of course, we would all like to know. But think about how you would feel. I'm gonna feel like shit. But I need to know. Yeah. And maybe I should rephrase the question. Cause what isn't? You're my friend. Especially if we're very your close. loyalties to me, you want to yeah. protect me and make sure not know I'm not looking like a fool out in these streets. Yeah, but you're still gonna look like a fool even if I didn't know. But no, but okay, but you've seen it. That's the thing. Yes. You've seen it. You witnessed it. Oh, so, that disrespect. So, so what does that change that I've seen it? Does that I believe his ass because of me? Yeah, because you because he out here playing me. <laughs> No, but because of because of the fact that I've seen it and I told oh, you. Oh my god, we're not doing all that fucking psychology class, okay? I, I just think because I think it's I think it's easy to to say yes, I'm lo- I'm being loyal to my friend, but I don't know how fair it is that you don't get to participate in what happens after. I don't want to participate with it after. I'm just here to be the messenger. Listen, and you can stay. You, you can leave. You can leave. I support you whatever you want to do, but I'm gonna let you know right now. He over here having another relationship with somebody else. Cause guess what? When and that person be- brings something home, because mm. they be other people, or they be ASTD, like come to your job. Yeah, but that can still happen whether I know or not. So it, it can still it happen, but at least preventive measures can. Because what if she continues to stay after this, right? Next, thing you know, she catches HIV. I I I I, I understand where you're. Uh, 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 argument is i just i want her to be prepared because just in case you know, how is she gonna prepare maybe she already has gotten and listen if she like sis i know i'm getting these bills paid yeah i'm all right whatever like, you know sis, go, ahead. Think, go ahead would you feel embarrassed if i came and told you about what i saw that you haven't seen i wouldn't yeah. feel embarrassed because i wouldn't feel embarrassed i'd be like yo thank you you wouldn't feel embarrassed no Mm-mm. Are you sure? Because I've been in that situation where somebody had to deliver some news to me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't embarrassed. I said, thank you for saving my ass. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Thank you. You've been playing a whole life with I'm not embarrassed because my friends see my friends, my friends are like my sisters. Also, yeah. as friends, we've done so much embarrassing shit in front of us. Yeah, like, I want to know that I could look so dumb in front of you. Mm. I could do the craziest shit and you're not going to judge me. Okay. That's why we're friends. Mm-hmm. Like, we all doing dumb shit. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So, I'm not scared to look, I'm not scared to look dumb in front of any of my best friends. Or... Like to be embarrassed, I'm not. Okay. Yeah, yeah, neither. Because we've all shared that amongst one another. Yeah, never. So perhaps it's a conversation that needs to be had. I think it's other people like that I'm being embarrassed of. Like my friends, like they, like that. You know, they're my sisters. Like it's just like when we want to feel it, we all feel it. Mm -hmm. Well, what if what if I was with a group of people? 
Like, but you yeah, can't. No one can help what the situation was. And that's what I'm saying. No, what I'm saying is, it doesn't matter if you was with ten other people. I still want to know. Yeah. Still, because God forbid we got plans the next day with those same ten people. I, now, see, I don't want to be there for that. But we. No, so let me know ahead of time so I can be like eighty six. Cause I don't, I don't like when everyone knows a secret, but I don't. Yeah. Like for example, right? And that's why I was just because of what you said. That's why I was saying, how would you feel about it? Because I don't think it's, I don't think it, I don't know how much it matters that you're hearing it from your best friends or you're hearing it from ten other people that aren't your best friend but are still friends. But I expect you as a best friend, mm-hmm. if you see some crazy shit, okay. Come, let me know. Okay. So, you watch Real Housewives of Atlanta? Yeah. So, th- this past episode, right? So, alright, this this is um, a person on show named Tanya. Okay. And they, the girls know a secret that this woman called the Cookie Lady or some shit like that. Tanya's, is they already engaged? I guess they engaged. Whatever they are. Her, her fiance is mess, was trying to mess with this woman. Mm. Like, Th- like throw himself at this one. That's what the woman said. Yeah, based on that, they're holding that information. They didn't see. They didn't see it. Him trying. They holding that information. Okay. So, do you think in that scenario, would you run back and say, like, if that was Dawn, would you tell Dawn? Oh, facts. I'm telling Dawn ASAP. Yeah. And that's also assuming that what what your friend is seeing. Well, I'm gonna be like, yo, maybe you need to go talk to Cookie Lady because Cookie Lady saying that your man is trying to talk to her. I have a. I have a. But a friend of mine told with a me, grain of salt. A friend of mine told me instead of telling, she would go to she would go and say hello to the guy or the girl so that he or her saw her seeing them. No, oh, that's definitely gonna be done. I'm not sitting there. Yeah, you gotta do that too. I gotta do that. No, no, no. Oh, you gotta that's why I say everything. No, but listen to me. That's what my homegirls do. I have to get the what what I, I I'm gonna Try the centrist among um, guys to see if yeah, to have that because let me say something. I caught my homegirl's boo at fucking empanada mama. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I sat right next to her and I said, "Hey, what's going on? You think my ass ain't gonna say shit? The fuck out of here! And you damn right I texted while I was sitting there. I'm not. We ain't. We're not. We not. We we ain't gonna be no fools out in this motherfucker. You can play with the next bitch. We're not playing with. No, we're not. We. I cannot because you know with women is a totally different dynamic. So we're gonna be like you're supposed to be my eyes and ears. You're supposed to be like you're. You know you're supposed to be protecting me. Unless you told me you don't want to hear yeah, shit. Yeah, unless you don't want to hear shit. Because there are some of those too. That's just like my situation is what it is. Don't come to me with nothing. Oh, right, that so it, there needs to be a conversation. They usually they let you know ahead of time. Yeah, right. or after the first few times that you've come to them with information, and they'll be like, "I'm good, love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what he's doing. <laughs> I'm on to it." You know, sometimes you gotta get your ducks in the row. Yeah, because sometimes you like the big decision. I feel like as the older that we get, I'm learning that we are respecting each other's spaces a little bit more. Yeah. And but that's a space. Don't. <laughs> no, you ain't respect. I ain't respecting that shit. I'm not respecting um, invading all privacy. I'm busting through doors. It's not happening. Okay. I'm invading my friend's privacy when you when their spouse is playing them. I don't care because I don't want because it hurts me mm. to see my friends getting played. And I'm the peace is sitting there. I'm the one that's helped help repair that person. That's a fact. 
is you spending all the nights. Yes. Is that your job? To help prepare that person? You ever heard best friend we just talked about We just talked about advices and who you, what way you should be giving it. Anything my friends go through, I'm there. Okay. Yeah, because it, well, that doesn't, that because doesn't. it affects my friendship. Yes. Essentially, it affects because this this chick don't want to leave the house. She's questioning her self esteem. Like mm-hmm. her self esteem is fucked up. She's questioning her integrity. She's like, maybe I didn't suck his dick long enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't cook dinner for him that one night that pissed him I mean, off. Ain't nothing mm-hmm. ever gonna be too. Good. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like she's literally like I like I literally had a friend like um whose relationship when I mean and I was surprised. I didn't think she was she really liked this dude like that, but she really really like fell in love with him, and he literally deaded her and was messing with some other chick and it tore her apart like I mean when I mean it took like a good two years to get her back hmm. it tore her apart like it literally it hurt a lot like hmm. he was messing around he didn't know what he wanted it was just a bunch of bullshit and it's like I can't I mean yes I feel like there's a certain a level of burden that you should take from others hmm. but I'm like I know how it feels to be in a situation so yes the empathy is there hmm. and I, I'm gonna do what I can to make sure that you are healing properly. I don't want you to, you know, to internalize, like, or hop on the, I, all niggas ain't shit hate train. Mm-hmm. I hate that shit. I don't yeah. think everybody should be on that train, but it happens. If mm-hmm. you're not surrounded by good people mm-hmm. and getting the support that you need. But I'm, I, I'm sorry. I can't, like, no, I'm not going to allow one person to destroy my friend. Okay. So you damn right. And if I can help it, if What's I can up? be there... I'm there. I'm like, yo, I really pulled up with him. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> Hi. What's your name? Oh. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. Did you see them being... Yes. He was her? fucking with her. How was he fucking with her? Huh? How was he... What was his comportment? He, he was like this. Like, all arms around her, touching her thigh. You know, like, I know. And he'd been messing with her for, mat, mat, matter of fact, years. How did you know that? Oh, we did investigating. And he ended up admitting to it. Okay. You, because, like I said, I told... <laughs> Fucking idiot. Gotta respect it. Alright. That was a really good episode. Let them know where they can find you, Joey. Um, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever you wanna go by. Y A O A Y E H and Y. Wait, say it again. Y A O A Y E H and Y. And what do you do? Oh, um I I think think what do you know if i say i'm a designer it's like one thing i think i i I think i like um artists better i dabble in fashion and photography Mm. yeah okay i started with fashion and photography is new but um I, i i'm intrigued by art in general but my bread and butter today is um custom fashion and um fashion and everything fashion and when i'm not doing that i'm taking some photos okay awesome. you know not to uh, um send me any friend requests because it's not happening <laughs> <laughs> maybe in a, in a few months yeah, I'll, I'll open her page up uh, if you haven't already, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review of please the show. Please leave a review. Thank you for listening. How long has it? What's, how long is it? This is an hour and 40 minutes. Wow, that was... And I'm on 13%. I'm literally like Googling a new adapter for this because I got to keep this battery going. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we see you next week. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Bye. Bye.